Welcome to Foes and Fables, an actual play D&D podcast where in our current campaign follows the story of four ghoulish warriors on a warpath to save Sawin. My name is Tanner Azanero. I'm your humble dungeon master, joined by your incredible players. I'm David Beeman, and I'm playing Training Wheel. I'm David Sturgis, and I'm playing Adon. Hey everyone, I'm Nathan Augustine, and I'm playing Ha <laughs> Funny. <laughs> and I'm Zach Stenzel playing The Heart of Steel. Wonderful. Let's do a recap that I hope I can make as short as possible, even <laughs> though it's probably going to be kind of long. Sorry, everyone. Last session, we journeyed into the world of Sawin and the lore behind the 31-year-long war it is found within. Sawin was ruled over by the seven haunted houses, House Moloch, House Exequy, House Hag, House Sanguish, House Corvus, House Feralia, and House Frankenstein. These seven houses made up the court of haunted houses. 31 years prior to the start of our campaign, the last eve of all hollows had taken place on the island of Nocturne. Sawin's capital, where the court would convene. On that night, Lord Gerald Frankenstein attacked Lord Ichabod Feralia, cutting his head from his neck and stealing Lord Feralia's body away. This began the war in Sawin. House Exequy and House Sanguish both joined Frankenstein, declaring him as the Dread King Frankenstein. Feralia's severed head regained life at his funeral and became known as the Throneless Crown, King Ichabod Feralia, with House Moloch and House Hag aligning themselves with Feralia. Feralia's return to life was explained when the world learned that King Frankenstein had reanimated Feralia's body and gave it the new title of the Headless Horseman. With these two sides of the war established, we met Ha Ha Funny, a floating jack-o'-lantern who was created by House Corvus as a gift to Sawin. Ha Ha Funny was born on the night the war began, and was first given to Feralia as a gift. But with the beginning of the war, Ha Ha Funny remained with Feralia for the next 31 years, fully loyal to the bodiless king. Also present the night the war began were two other characters. Adon, who at the time the war began was a young boy from a nameless village eager to join the ranks of Feralia's nightmares, and Sammy Sylvesterson, a five-year-old boy who was riding around on his beloved bicycle called Training Wheel on account of its single training wheel attachment created for him by his late granny. Adon would grow up to become a fierce warrior known as the Man Beyond Madness, who committed treason against King Feralia, though there is still more to learn about that. Sammy, along with his parents, was killed the night the war began by one of Frankenstein's nightmares. After seeing a ghostly vision of Granny, who would become his patron, Sammy reawakened, possessing his bicycle training wheel which would become his frightening name over the next 31 years as he joined King Feralia in the war effort, seeking revenge upon the nightmare who killed his family. Finally, we met the Heart of Steel, a suit of armor with a soul created by House Exequy to assassinate King Feralia six years into the war. Sent in the guise of a gift from an ally house, Heart of Steel awaited his opportunity to kill Feralia, until Feralia revealed that he knew the Heart of Steel was more than just a suit of armor. After allowing Heart of Steel to make the decision to kill Feralia, the first decision he'd ever been given, Heart of Steel instead decided to join Feralia and remained with the war effort until present day. Our ragtag party of Feralia's closest warriors headed to the abandoned capital of Nocturne to meet with a member of House Corvus, who had remained neutral the entirety of the war and whose allyship would mean victory for whichever side of the war they sided with. After wandering through the village on the island of Nocturne, the party discovered that the people left behind were all very confused, like their memories had been tampered with. 
Amidst bizarre things happening all around them, the party, accompanied by the head of King Feralia, discovered a spell scroll for comprehend languages in one of the abandoned houses, as well as a letter mentioning a house, Praxis, which was confusing to the party because there had never been a house, Praxis. The party also discovered the site of the meteor crash from the shooting star that landed on the island of Nocturne 31 years prior on the night the war began. Through their magic, the party learned that two different magical beings arrived to Sawin on this asteroid, one being powerful and the other possessing power and strength that surpassed anything the party had ever seen before. The party realized that one of these unknown forces had been surrounding them since they set foot on the island, and were able to reveal a creature known as a false hydra plaguing the people of this island. With this nightmarish creature now revealed to the party, we rejoin them as they head into combat. All right, now that we're 10 minutes into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody roll initiative. Oh, yeah. Against the false Hydra. Would you believe that I also have a minus to that? Haha, <laughs> <laughs> funny. I do too. I got a 17. Okay. Hard as steel. Eight. Eight on. A zero. <laughs> <laughs> Training wheel. Hopefully a good omen for better rolls. That's a nat 20. Oh, the training Baby. wheels are off. Unnaturals. <laughs> I'm going to be kind and I'm going to put you above the other two nat 20s that were rolled. Oh, that's really wow. so cool and stuff. I can't wait to like get to my turn in an hour. Okay. So here's what you've got. You have six long disgusting fleshy white like hydra adjacent but humanoid heads in front of you um i'm going to say that you guys are in the center and uh just from the way that w it ended up being you guys are kind of surrounded so i'm gonna say kind of 30 feet in any direction from you there's like a circle of six heads all around you burrowing, burrowing their way out from the ground at the top of initiative is training wheel okay uh i'm going to look at the very first um head that i can see mm -hmm. and the first thing i'm going to do is bonus action anticipate weakness okay um, quick glance into the future, you pinpoint where a gap is about to open in your foe's defense, and then you strike. After casting Anticipate Weakness, you have advantage on attack rolls until the uh, end of your turn. Uh, so I bonus action Anticipate Weakness, and then I'm going to Eldritch Blast. Okay, gotcha. 14 to hit. Gotcha, that hits. Excellent. So I can cast three beams, so I'm going to do three separate ones. Great. That first one that hit... Uh, that was eight damage. Uh, got it. Uh, the second one was a nat 20. Hey, crit, baby. He critting. And that is 14 damage. Okay. 24 to hit. And that's four damage. Got it. Anything else with your turn training wheel? Um, no. Uh, I'm going to say as you're firing out all these blasts of magic from this bicycle, um, you see Granny like gently smile and like clap a little bit as she fades away um, from the battle. Um, next up are two of the Hydra heads. One is going to move towards Adon. That is a 24 to hit you. Yeah. Is this like a melee attack? Yes. Okay. I'm going to use my reaction of Arch Shield's movement. I'm sacrificing my next turn's movement to position myself in front of him as a shield. This is technically a homebrew thing I made for the Patreon. Okay. It was on the list. Well, uh, uh, so the thing is, I, I can't any, control so what's on the list. If if you are involved in any of our campaigns, any homebrew that any of us have accrued will occur on any of your lists. You just got to <laughs> double check with me if something seems homebrew because I can't control what all shows up. I on mean, the list. I don't know what is or isn't, um, but it's there. Uh, it honestly, is named after Roman. Honestly, <laughs> I, the, I was about to say though. Honestly, if you would like to do that, sure. But you are. I will tell you that you are deciding to put yourself in front of the tank and you are a spellcaster. If totally. you'd like to do that, okay, great. 
I mean, it's not a good idea, but I already committed to okay, it. So great. I might oh, as well. Right, cool. All right. I do like that spell. I, I kind of was waiting spell. to use it. It's it, looks, it looks like it's, pretty Oh, it's fun. a feat? Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Uh, join the Patreon so you can get other photos. I was just kind of waiting to use it. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, cool. Well, so you. you take the damage instead. Right? I guess that means we have um, to publish I also it. get a plus one bonus to AC for the attack. Um, okay, well, I rolled a 24. Okay, yeah, that hits. Okay, so it still hits you. You take um, 19 bludgeoning. Um, and then I need you to roll me a, uh, a strength saving throw. So technically you get plus eight on all saving throws. Cause plus four from me and plus four from him. Plus do, three from me actually. Oh, sorry. Plus seven. Any saving throw. All saving throws due to our paladin abilities. You get a plus four from me. You get a plus three from him. So you get a plus seven on every saving throw that you do. For just for as long effort. as you're within ten feet, ten feet, which you are. Yep, twenty-two. You also can't uh, be frightened. You you True. pass. Um, you pass this thing, like it it tries to chomp down on your bicycle frame, uh, and you just feel kind of your metal kind of gets stuck in like the upper like t- roof of its mouth, mm-hmm. and it pulls back its its teeth uh, as it attacks you. Uh, okay, the next head is going to go this time after Adon for sure. Um, that's another 24 to hit. Yep. Ah, uh, screw it. I'll use my reaction. Um, okay. And I'm going to use Divine Allegiance, and I'm going to take the damage myself. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys helping me? <laughs> we have to protect Adon at all costs. <laughs> Which is funny because Which, none of you should feel that yeah, way. Lore-wise, yeah, lore-wise, you guys do not get why this guy's here. He's like a traitor to his country. We haven't gotten so into am it I. Yet. We haven't gotten into it yet. Yeah, but not the yeah. not, not this Ralia. Um, well, in the wise words of David Beeman, I already committed to it. <laughs> <laughs> Commit to um, the bit. Eighteen, cool. Eighteen, and I need you to give me a strength saving throw. I really don't understand all of this, but goodbye me. Uh, dirty 20. You pass. Okay. Ha ha funny. That's you. Hi. Um, are you going to help me too? <laughs> uses help action as before goes his turn. <laughs> How wild would that be? I just am like, I'm in the last part of initiative. I'm just standing with my hands he's on my tru- hips. He's truly at zero initiative. Here, be healed. I'm at full health. <laughs> I quite enjoy this life, actually. Um, okay. Start, like, dancing in a weird little wavy way, and my head is, like, spinning, but my hands are staying... Uh, fixed and then like this inky black starts to form out of my candle as the flame turns a dark color mm-hmm. and then just starts to go towards this false hydra and I would like to cast bestow curse on them got it mm. what am I rolling uh, wisdom saving throw okay. I love this spell that is a 17 that failed it's going to burn Ooh. a legendary resistance Ooh. to so pass. dumb <laughs> Let God. it do that. High level fail, guys. It's a fucking. Let it fail. It's a I fucking spell. Your legendary resistance. Wouldn't it be it. haha funny if you didn't do that? No, I, yeah, I have be, to do it. It'd be really funny. He, use, he burns God. a legend. It burns a legendary resistance. To pass. Tanner hates fun. I don't. I'm supposed to give you. It's a. You're level fucking fifteen. That is big little imp energy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you guys just don't like high level combat. What are you doing with the rest of your turn? I guess I uh, nothing. Uh, Cry. I guess. Um, <laughs> wouldn't this be funny if I helped you? <laughs> and then I give Barney. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh man! Um, I, I'm laughing aggressively. <laughs> uh, you get a D12 for your verdict. Ha ha ha! Oh, your laugh is terrifying. It's the first one in like 30 years. Oh, and of course it came from me. Uh, Good lamp. And I'm a lamp. Um, and then I guess. Can I, like, distance myself from this thing? You're kind of surrounded by it. I'm going to say there's, like, 30 feet between any of them. It also has very long necks, so I don't think you could get past it unless you, like, teleport or something on the other side of it. I can't do that, but... Uh, <laughs> no, Wouldn't that be haha funny? In this action economy... <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> that was a fantastic one. 
That was another good one. That was really well done. Yeah. I just can't believe I haven't heard that before. I know. I, I, I'm honestly surprised with myself after Not I said I was like, wait, that was absolutely brilliant. Well, we got to make merch now. I was just that. about to say We're all economists now. I feel so That was really good. That was really, really good. Subscribe to Patreon. You know, I stopped listening to Foes and Fables when it just became a fucking jerk-off session. It's always been that. <laughs> I feel like I'm the only one being jerked off here. Yourself. Ever since you made the first campaign in Spokane, Washington. At your high school. Now, if we're being honest, if anyone's getting jerked off in this session right now. It's Adon and me, apparently. Um, uh, okay. Oh, boy. I'm sweating. Okay. I'm sweating. No, I can't do anything else then. Okay. That's my turn. Um, one of yeah. the heads uh, starts... <laughs> and screams this... this uh, I scream back. Out towards you. Everybody give me a con saving throw, please. Plus seven to all saves. 29. Pass. 21. Pass. 26. Pass. 24. Pass. Nothing fucking happens. Ooh, that's uh, good. Gotcha. Stupid fucking animal. Um, okay, another head is going up next. It's gonna go for it again. Everybody give me another con saving throw, please. 27. Pass. 21 again. Pass. Oh, 23. 23. Got it. Okay. Pass. Okay. All right. How many more heads can do this? <laughs> you really want it to happen. Eventually. You didn't let my thing happen, though. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a legendary resistance on uh, that. You don't have one. <laughs> that's ha-ha funny. No, this one <laughs> is going to chomp at ha-ha funny, though. Oh, that's rude. That is a dirty 20. Yeah, I'm going to react to that. Um, uh as it's doing that, I kind of like my hands like come into myself and like sharp barbs kind of like protrude out of me and I'm casting silvery barbs. Okay. Mm, um, good spell. They have to reroll and take the lower one. Got it. Um, they rolled higher. So the That's lower one is the 20. Dumb. Okay. <laughs> 23 bludgeoning. Okay. And I need you to give me a strength save. Before I do that, uh, it says I then choose a different creature I see within range, and it could be myself. And the chosen creature has advantage on the next attack roll ability check or saving throw. Okay, it great. Makes within a minute. I forgot about that, about Silvery Bombs. Um, I'm going to do it on myself okay. and do it on the saving throw. Cool. Um, that I'm making right now. Matt, 20. Ooh. You're fine. Next up is the Heart of Steel. Nice. All right, I'm going to pull out my great axe, and I'm a schwang. Okay. 13 to hit. That misses. Sad. I swing again. Uh, that is an 11. That misses. I love my life. <laughs> cool. This is great. This is awesome. Um, this game rocks. <laughs> um, nice. They're so cool. Shout out to Zach. The whole reason any of us are here. God, I can't. <laughs> all my dice hate me. Um, I'm just going to cry. Um, that's the end of my turn. Okay. Uh, after you, uh, we are going to have another head attack. Uh, haha, funny. But that's only a 14 to hit you. I'm a bard that hits. Okay. 19 bludgeoning. I'm going to step in and take that damage. You take 19 bludgeoning. Give me a, a strength save. Okay. That's a 12. That fails. Um, you, this thing bites down on you and oh you are uh, grappled uh, within its mouth. Um, uh, yeah, you are fighting your way, trying not to get uh, swallowed by this thing at this point. Adon, that's you. I take my hands off my waist, uh, and I'm like, oh, it's about time. So, quick question. Because mm -hmm. I don't know how a Hydra works. I'm going to use my Vow of Enmity. Okay. Uh, I utter this vow against a creature within 10 feet of me. You gain advantage on all attack rolls against a creature for one minute. Ooh. Is this, like all the individual heads, is this all technically part of one creature? Yes. Yeah. You stand in my way. And so I cast my vow against this creature and then a pool of black just pours out of the hood on my head 
and you just see skeletal bones start to creep up over my armor and my face as I turn just into a blanched white skeleton over my armor. Right. That is me using my necrotic shroud. He is a spooky, scary skeleton. Uh, I need this thing to make a DC 16 charisma saving throw. Nat 20. Cool. That's fine, and it's not frightened, but I still have another thing that this does for me. And that's a, a action and bonus action, so that's my turn. Okay. We are back at the top of initiative with training wheel. So there's that head that's kind of right on top of me, mm-hmm. and uh, okay. Um, as this head is kind of sort of hovering over me, this sort of black mist begins to sort of seep out of the metallic parts of uh, the bicycle, kind of like the chain and the gears and everything. And the head kind of like breathes it in um, and it's inhaling this like horrific necrotic energy um, as I cast Hex on it. Okay, gotcha. Um, And I cast that uh, as a bonus action. Uh, until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to the target whenever you hit it with an attack. Got it. Uh, so following that, then, I'm going to Eldridge Blast. Cool. Uh, all three of the beams are going to be directed at this one single head. Cool. Got it. 18 to hit. That hits. That is six damage. Okay. The That's another hit. That's yep. the same one, 18. Yep. Uh, and that is five damage. Okay. And that one was in that one. Okay. Okay. Uh, two heads are going up next. I'm going to have... Uh, I think I'm going to have them both go up against Training Wheel because he's doing a decent amount of damage to this thing. Um, that's a 15 to hit you on the lower one. Uh, that does hit. And a 25 on the other. 18 bludgeoning from the first one. 23 bludgeoning from the second. And I need you to give me a strength save. Okay. While I'm doing that, I need the second one to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Got it. And I just got a 19. That passes. Um, The dex saving throw was 14. Uh, That fails. Um, As soon as it attacks me, it bursts into flames. Okay. Um, And that is uh, three fire damage um, as it like bursts up into flames from hellish rebuke. Got it. Something else is also going to happen to it. Okay. I'm going to use my reaction, Soul of Vengeance. Uh, when a creature under the effect of my vow makes an attack, I use my reaction to make a wheel- melee weapon attack against it. Cool. And that's a crit. Nice. Um, am I allowed to yes. use with yes. Great Weapon Master the minus five penalty on that? Um, you would have had to have announced it before. Okay, cool. Yeah. Then I won't do that, but, but that's still a fucking now. crit. You that's can a- smite. Oh, I'm going to smite at a second level. Does anyone have 5d8 for me? <laughs> I, I actually do. I have I three. Right oh, okay. Perfect. Are you getting rid of all your d8s? No, I just, I have a bunch mm. of them sitting right there for some reason. Crunch. Super crunch. Halloween crunch. Mmm. Ah, Nestle like Crunch candy. Bar. Yes. Nestle. What hey. happened to Crunch Bars? I, think I they love them. They changed them. the recipe. I think. There's no, they're so they, good. they used to be so good. I don't know what. They're it, still so good. Like, I really? got my tiny Crunch Bar last year, and there was like a nine millimeter gun in it. <laughs> it didn't make any sense, dude. <laughs> yeah, wild man. In my Snickers last year, I. So found... that'll be sixty-four damage. <laughs> oh my! Holy shit! Oh my fucking! Paladins God. are so good when you so, crit. So, also, uh, the necrotic shroud means when I make one attack per round, I can add my level in necrotic damage. So, I just add 15 onto that. Holy shit. Oh, I forgot about the the plus 10 from my mall. Or plus 5 from my mall. That's 69 damage. Hey, nice. 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 All right. That's the best crit that's ever. I know you had like the quad crit talks, but. But the nice crit? That's that's, that's, That's the nicest crit I've ever seen. I, I can't I can't argue with nice. And how large is this? Oh, wait. I forgot about something else. <laughs> no, don't take it away from us. Uh, no more nice crit. Talk when you score a critical hit with a melee weapon, melee. Uh, <laughs> you can make one additional attack as a bonus action. I feel like that doesn't work on the reaction, so I'll save that for my round. Why wouldn't it? Language-wise, it, language I will allow this. Technically, it would have to be on your turn because you can't take a bonus action outside of your turn, but I will let this happen. Cool. I get to make another attack. Yeah. Mm, and still nice. 
also because of the crusher feat when i take a uh when i get a critical hit that deals bludgeoning damage if it's large or smaller i can move it five feet and uh all attack rolls against that creature are made with advantage until the start of my next turn which is not this turn but the turn after this if from what wow. i right so i don't know if that is technically it's not your turn right now so it'll right. just be your next turn at the end of this okay cool yeah. Uh, I don't know if this, how big is this thing? Pretty fucking big, technically huge. Cool. Then I actually can't move it, but because of the crusher feet, uh, when I crit, I get to make an attack roll as a bonus action. So Got I'm it. going to make another attack. I will let that happen. You're going crazy on someone else's turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. I am going to take the minus five penalty on this one. Okay. Uh, cause this is maybe with the advantage still. That's a 23. That hits. 27 more damage. Got it. That's pretty nice. This is my favorite character I've ever made. <laughs> wow. So wait, what's the aggregate That damage? was my reaction. Just, just, just from that reaction. 27 plus 69. Nice. Uh, 89, eight, 96. I, I did the math. I average like 112 damage a turn as long as I hit. Yeah. Or no, I can't. Yeah. 96. Yeah. yeah. I have a funny name. Wait, wait, wait hold, on, hold on. Did the 69 turn into a 96? Yeah. Because that's oh double dice. Oh, oh my fucking God. David, nice. I think you've been the recipient of every time I've said this. That is the best turn in DMZ <laughs> I've ever seen. You know what's funny, Zach? That was my reaction. I'm at the end. I'm at the end of initiative, oh. and this is the top of initiative. That's the best reaction I've ever seen in DD. Training wheel. I still need a straight saving <laughs> throw. <laughs> oh no, you did roll it and you passed. I Never passed. mind. Damn. Uh, haha, funny. That's your turn. Bye. Tanner, pay attention. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I was distracted by the 6996. Nice, I nice. Have advantage on this if I uh -huh. attack it now. Uh huh. Yeah. With just weapon attacks, yep. though, right? Yeah. You brutes and your blades and 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 hammers. Oh god. That's what you told us to do. I, hey, yeah, I know, and it's it's great. I have a knife. It's it's this is what I've got. What do you have? A knife! No! And That's not a knife. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> funny kind of like twiddles it through his fingers and goes for a stab at a uh, guy. Got it. With advantage. Um, and that's a 23 to hit. Hits, yeah. Great. And then I am going to burn a bardic inspiration to make it a psychic blade. Okay. The the dagger kind of like turns into this like flaming flaming dagger and like fiery and I kind of stab at one of the faces of this thing. Okay. And it adds 8d6 to the damage. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Crunch. Kit Kat. This is a dagger attack by the way. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> 34 piercing damage okay. from my little knife. And um, I just kind of take it out and spin it around and throw it back in my candle. Um, that's about all I can do. As you guys are fighting this thing, um, it is frightening. This creature is some otherworldly nightmare. Um, you're holding your own against this thing. You're realizing that now that you have kind of beaten its facade, and kind of gotten past the magics that let it hide in the shadows. It, it is not too difficult to beat. It's a large, beefy monster, but otherwise you're cutting it down to size pretty quickly. Um, next up are three Hydra heads, though. I'm going to say one goes against Adon. That is a 27 to hit you. Yeah, that'll work. 17 bludgeoning. And give me a strength save. A 17. Uh, that passes. Uh, next to hit is a 15 against Haha -ha Funny. Yeah, that hits. 17 bludgeoning. And give me a strength save, please. Sure thing. Uh, that's only a four. Uh, uh, don't forget your plus seven from us. Oh, well, then it's 11. That still fails. Um, you are grappled within this thing's teeth as it gnashes down on you uh, and you try to keep yourself from getting swallowed any further. And the last one <laughs> is going to go against uh, uh, training wheel. That is a 14 to hit you. That does hit. 21 bludgeoning. Got it. And give me another strength save. 
uh, add seven. Mm-hmm. That is an 11. That fails. Um, everybody except Adon is grappled within the teeth of this thing. Hard as steel, that is you. Great. Uh, can I make a medicine check to see how well we're doing against it? <clears throat> uh, yeah, go ahead. Hey, that's an 18. Um, it's looking pretty fucked up. Great. In that case... You are grappled within its teeth yep. right now, um, just so you're aware. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take a great axe attack at the tongue. Okay. <laughs> tongue. True. Um, that is a 19 to hit. That hits. And best believe I'm smiting. Okay. And because I'm using a great axe, oh, I get to roll the fabled D12. D12s. Lots of D12s. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a, uh, so I get that. I get a D8 for increased uh, divine smite. Mm-hmm. And then max, it can be is five. five D8, which would be. Unless this thing is undead. Or a, a fiend. Oh, yeah. Is this an undead or a fiend? Dang. Okay. Um, so that would be, if it we starts at two, to go up to five would be th- three levels higher. So that'd be fourth level? Yes. Fourth okay. and fifth level are the same for oh. paid up, for uh, smiting. Well, I have more fourth level spots. I'm going to use a fourth level, and then I need, can I have three more D8s? 31 damage on that first hit. Uh, yeah. Got Great. it. And then I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Gosh darn it, I can't do it again. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, so that would be uh, an 11, which I know does not hit. Does everyone, doesn't everyone have advantage on these attacks also? Yeah. <gasps> it's true, he do! That's oh, true, you have advantage because of what true, I did. It's true, he do. Scooby-Doo. There we go, that's a 26. Hits. Great. I'm doing the exact same thing cool. with another fourth level spell slot. Okay. <laughs> 48 damage. I just take this great axe that I have um, and because while I am behind this row of teeth, it is dark, um, I have blind sight. So I kind of seek out um, the tongue and I just like gash into it with uh, one side of the great axe and then pull up, grab it like the other way and swing it around and slash this tongue in half. You cut this thing's tongue out and it roars up in the air. Is that your turn? Yeah, it's my turn. You slash this thing's tongue off and it like roars up in the air as you're like fighting against its teeth and everything. And the one that you are fighting within just gets sick and tired of you slashing around in its mouth and it (laughs) chomps down on you and you are engulfed. Nice, what does that mean? You are blinded. Doesn't matter. Restrained. That matters. And unable to breathe, which doesn't matter. Also doesn't matter. Yeah. So Um, I am just restrained. uh, Yes, you are just restrained. Easy money. Um, Yeah, I I am immune to being blind. Give me a con saving throw, though. Okay. Uh, 17. That fails. Uh, You take six bludgeoning damage. That's fine. Uh, Next up is Adon. This thing just swallowed the heart of steel. Uh, in terms of getting someone out from being swallowed, can I just hit it and get it to swallow them up? Uh, there isn't really like any mechanics for trying to get it swallowed. I would say you would have to do like a significant amount of damage for essentially uh, heart of steel to be given a chance to get out. But at this moment, heart of steel is restrained. It was kind of up to heart of steel to find okay, a way cool. out. Well, in that case, I just lock on big monster and I'm like. You're in my way. And I'm going to take... Uh, well, I ate up my bonus action on the reaction. Um, num, num, so num. I'm just going to make my two attacks. I'll just do them both at once. Do they both have advantage? Uh, they do both have advantage. And I am going to take the minus five penalty on okay. them. That'll be 24. To hit? Yes. Kill this thing. It has one hit point. Left. Let's oh, go. come oh. on. I know. You said 48, and I was like, I think that's it. And it said 49, and I'm like, oh, man. Uh, so this thing swallowed up Heart of Steel, and like I kind of see Heart of Steel starting to go down the throat of this thing, and I was like, they all did nice things for me. And I just lift up this giant, like, huck of metal, and I just golf swing down with it and hit it, and I pop part of the steel out of this mouth. And just as my namesake, Jack in the Box, I 
pop this one head clear off this monster and it just ping pongs around on this inside dome it's created with its own body killing it <laughs> uh you pull your signature move that earned you the name jack in the box <laughs> during your wartime Dang. pop this thing's head off uh heart of steel <laughs> spills out onto the ground in gross wet otherworldly guts the heads mm. other heads of the false hydra shriek in agony as they retract back towards the earth um they kind of recoil and flail and writhe about as they begin to shrivel and shrink with a few final gross twitches of muscle across each of the necks the false hydra falls dead some of the townsfolk that you met while you were here begin to come out from hiding. You see uh, Sophie, the wolf woman, slowly approach you all. She just says, It's... I I remember now. In this moment, you all remember Mm. the vampire Vampire woman. Um, That thing has plagued us for 31 years. It's taken so many of us. Th- th- thank you. Is can we can we get off Nocturne? Is there a way off? Boats. If you have a vessel. Uh, you guys have a vessel. Well, we're not going to give them our vessel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, are <clears throat> let me ask you this: Would you ferry uh, uh, civilians off onto the vessel? <sighs> I'm sure the king would like that. Um. Is anyone saying anything in response to your question? I roll over uh, to a part of the corpse, um, and I kind of just like stop next to it, and its uh, spirit or life essence uh, sort of comes out of the corpse and into my tires and fills me up with a little bit of air. <laughs> you steal a little bit of the rest of this life essence from this thing. Wow! It is alien to you any kind of interaction that you are having with things this thing's internal soul or whatever is beyond anything that you've ever experienced before from studying it can i tell which of the two magic forces the lesser the lesser lesser. cool can i just start like chopping down some trees to help them build a boat uh i have an axe (laughs) you want it okay You want to help them build a boat instead of just telling them to go meet your guy on the it beach? It takes a long time to build a boat back in those days. Don't I shrug your like. shoulders. Don't, don't shrug. <laughs> it will um, take us at least several days to build this boat. I'll say in response to her, uh, uh, <laughs> King Feralia says, there's a ferry vessel from our ship uh, at the beach that you can take. Um, feel free to get yourselves to safety. Um, I'm still chopping up trees. Uh, she just uh, she just says you're still chopping up trees. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna get these guys a boat. <laughs> uh, you start handing them to like the ghost guy. Like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? I start like at one of the buildings that no one was in. I start like tearing it down. I'm like, oh, I already built wood. I already cut wood. That was my house. Now my uh, tires are nicely inflated. Ha ha, funny. Oh yeah, so it seems that you would fill them often as you can, like you said. Ah, you are a freak. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Sophie just says, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, uh, l- l- let me offer some uh, assistance. Uh, years ago, uh, the, the that creature took the local witch from us, but for a time, I remember she was doing her best to resist it. Um, her hut is up ahead. Um, whatever pieces of Arcanum you may find are, are yours to keep, please take them, and, and we thank you for ending this nightmare. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I stare at her quietly. Um, Still building a boat. Do you mean nightmare or nightmare? With, with, with no K. <laughs> no K. Oh. I am in horrible agony that I've lived in for 31 years. I, do, I, just, I just keep staring. I'm sorry to hear that. Okay, goodbye. She starts walking. Starts, starts walking. Get like a hammer. And just <laughs> Still building a boat. Roll me fucking slide a hand. <laughs> Can I give him disadvantage no, on that? No. He, we're going to see what kind of boat he, he, he makes. Gosh. Maybe a dinghy. Or a piece of wood with a leaf on it. <laughs> Ten. The raft from that VeggieTales episode. You chopped down a tree for sure. 
<laughs> I've only gotten one tree in this time. Yes. <laughs> you rolled a 10. How hard do you think it is to chop down a tree? Um, are you guys Very having... Are you guys, easier than chopping down a false hydra? <laughs> you guys... Are you having any sort uh-huh. of conversations in this moment as the villagers are starting to move towards the shore and you guys now kind of seem unimpeded mm-hmm. between your destination of Castle Mountain. Are there any other villagers around? They all seem to be leaving. Like okay. everybody who was kind of surviving and being affected by this seems mm-hmm. to be heading out. How's everyone doing? I feel all right. It was quite a funny excursion we just had. Fralia, what do you make of all this? Um, I'm not sure. There's, um, clearly something that landed here upon the falling star. Do you wonder if there is more beyond what we have found here tonight? From what I've seen, I would say so, yes. I would also be inclined to agree. I'm counting on it. Then we must work quickly. We have a war to end. Mm. To the hut. Okay, to the hut. I want to say that I appreciate each of you as valued members of this team. And I appreciate that it is by your sides that I, if not stand, then lie. As we bring 31 years of war to an end. Chin up, king. And I bow to him. You all find your way over to another rotting home, but the mm. contents within this Bad home boat making are much more interesting than the rest of the abandoned village. You find old dried animals hanging from twine, large cauldrons piled up on top of each other, and shelves and shelves and shelves of trinkets and magical items that catch your interest. In this home, you find a couple things of great value that you are able to easily identify. The first, you find four potions that resemble healing potions, but rather than the typical sickly green of healing potions, these glow in a dazzlingly bright blue. These are instant rest potions. And as a bonus action, you may take one of these potions and gain the benefits of a long rest. Hell yeah. You know these are valuable items and only to be used in the most dire of circumstances. Adon. On one of the shelves, you see a shield with a black leather strap and a spider-like design of golden metal on its front. As you reach for it, the shield leaps off of the shelf toward you, and you suddenly see a slightly translucent figure wearing the shield like a backpack. It is a ghost, almost Casper-like in its amorphous form. It has droopy eyelids that almost seem stuck or like they're halfway closed all the time. Uh, The ghost doesn't (laughs) speak. The ghost doesn't speak, but it gives you a thumbs up and begins floating around you um, and becoming invisible. Uh, And then depending on what angle you look at the ghost from kind of fades in and out of view. Um, This item is known as an animated shield and this ghost will carry it for you. Yeah, those are so cool. Adding two to your AC. Thank you, spirit. The language of this item suggests you need to activate it as a bonus action, but for this campaign, the shield will just be active at all times. So you just have a bonus to to your AC. That's quite nice. In addition, you find a longsword whose hilt is designed with thick chains that wrap up and around the cross guard and then partway up the blade dangling down from the base of the hilt as well. This long sword is called the Sword of Parunes. You gain a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon. Additionally, once on each of your turns, you can cause one of the following properties if you're holding the sword. 
Immediately after you use the attack action to attack, you can enable one creature within 60 feet of you to use its reaction to make one weapon attack. Or immediately after you take the dash action, you can enable one creature within 60 feet to use its reaction to move up to its speed. Or if you take the dodge action, one creature within 60 feet of you can use their reaction to gain the benefits of the dodge mm -hmm. action. Training wheel. Yes. You find a child's backpack. Excellent. <laughs> As is you, it red? Does it match the bike? Yes. Yeah, it's red. It, um, that's excellent. It's like in very good condition. <laughs> like it's a little dirty, but like the red has not faded that much over the 31 years. You immediately hear, as you take a peek inside, this loud roar of a nightmarish hell beast who exists within this backpack. A nightmare? Uh, no, with no K. No K. This, this, this is going to be the worst <laughs> thing ever. You guys started doing this. They knew. I explained at the beginning. Can nightmare. This item is called the Bag of Devouring. <laughs> yeah, he needed this. He just sucks people's soul essence into oh his tires. Gosh. He needs a bag that can devour people. This bag superficially resembles a bag of holding, but is a feeding orifice for a gigantic extra dimensional creature. Turning the bag inside out closes the orifice. Extra, the extra dimensional creature attached to the bag can sense whatever is placed inside the bag. Animal or vegetable matter placed wholly in the bag is devoured and lost forever. When part of a living creature is placed into the bag as happens when someone reaches inside it, there is a 50% chance that the creature is pulled inside the bag. A creature inside the bag can use its action to try and escape with a successful DC 15 strength check. Another creature can use its action to reach inside the bag and pull the creature out with a success successful DC 20 strength check, provided it isn't pulled inside first. Any creature that starts its turn inside the bag is devoured, its body destroyed. It can store some things inside the bag, but you just got to make sure that you take them out before the next day. Okay. So currently there is a gigantic extra dimensional creature inside. Yes. Inside can you describe this creature to me? You only see a mouth. Like when you open it, it is just the, like, this is again, the feeding orifice for this thing. As far as you can tell, it's just a bag with rows of endless teeth down inside of it. I'm going to call you. Lunchbox. You have <laughs> Lunchbox. I like Lunchbox. Heart of Steel. Yo. You pick up a strange rod that resembles a staff. For a moment, you're about to set it down as it seems like more of an item for a spell casting focus, but then mm. the circular head of the staff ignites with a fiery blaze of holy light that causes the staff to now resemble a warhammer. A warhammer that goes by the name of Dusk Crusher. Dusk Crusher. Basically, this looks like a staff, but you can ignite the head of it with flame that turns it into a warhammer. While the radiant head is active, you gain a plus two bonus to attack and damage rolls made with this magic weapon, and attacks with the weapon deal radiant damage instead of bludgeoning. An undead creature hit by the weapon takes an extra 1d8 radiant damage. While you are holding Dust Crusher and its radiant head is active, you can use an action to cast the Sunbeam spell. Save DC 15. This action can't be used again until next dawn. Dang. Um, are we automatically attuned to these? Yes, yes, okay, great. yep. Ha ha funny. Hey. You find a small rod with a jester's hat design at each end. Roll me a d10. Oh. Four. This has four levels of spell energy stored in it. This is the rod of absorption. While holding this rod, you can use a reaction to absorb a spell that is targeting you and only you and not an area of effect spell. The absorbed spell's effect is canceled and the spell's energy, not the spell itself, is stored in the rod. The energy has same, the same level as the spell when it was cast. The rod can absorb up to 50 levels of energy over the course of its existence. Once the rod absorbs 50 levels of energy, it can't absorb more. 
if you are targeted by a spell that the rod can't store, the rod has no effect on that spell. When you become attuned to the rod, which you automatically are, you know how many levels of energy the rod has absorbed over the course of its its existence, which at this point is four. Oh, nice. If you are I a wanted to roll low. If yeah. you yeah, if you are a spellcaster holding the rod, you can convert energy stored in it into spell slots to cast spells you have prepared or no. You can create spell slots only of a level equal to or lower than your own spell slots up to a maximum of fifth level. You right. used you yeah. use the stored levels in place of your slots, but otherwise cast the spell as normal. For example, you can use three levels stored in the rod as a third level spell slot. That is sweet and good for me. Cool. The rod of absorption is yours. Each of you find fairly powerful magic items here. Ooh. Can I look around the room to see if I see any like small objects or just kind of like what else maybe we see like random loose items? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You have a guidance on it. Why not? Okay. Um, it's a D four plus guidance. Uh, that's a nineteen. Did you roll the D four? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh wait, no. Sorry, I just added a four. That's my bad. <laughs> uh, that actually is a seventeen. Okay. Um, it's a lot of leftover kind of like the, it's a witch's hut. So there's like voodoo dolls and things of that nature. Um, lots of little vials of like little, like uh, petrified bugs and things and uh, like that strange, like witches brew type of ingredients and that sort of thing. Is there I start, something specific you, you're looking yeah, for? Yeah. I start using my mage hand and I start feeding lunchbox. Okay. With like just <laughs> stuff yeah. that I'm finding around the room. <laughs> yes. Feed. Feed lunchbox. Um, yeah, you just start feeding lunchbox stuff. <laughs> As you guys are kind of looking through this hut, there are other items of interest here that you are unable to identify. Oh. You find five stone slabs uh, with some bizarre foreign language etched into each. These stone slabs seem strangely familiar, but you aren't sure why. Hmm. Um, does... Sorry, I got a spell scroll of understand... Comprehend languages? Comprehend languages. <clears throat> does that work on objects like this? Would you like to cast it? I kind of would, yeah. You pull out... Oh, what does the process look like for you pulling out this spell scroll? Uh, my flame atop my candle just kind of glows brightly and gets bigger. And then like a sheet of paper just unrolls itself in front of my face. And I'm kind of just like holding it there in the space with my mage hands. And I kind of, I guess, read the inscription on the spell scroll and cast comprehend languages. You cast this spell. Haha, ha, funny. You become able and I will say you bestow upon the rest of the party the ability to read these i think i like project the sound like <laughs> out of my pumpkin carcass and just like everyone. so doing it like a google translate like the voice <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> these strangely familiar five stone slabs you recognize them as ancient spell tablets oh oh these are the five spell tablets before you first is called clone army tap into the powers of life and death to create up to a hundred identical replicas of a target humanoid each of these clones have the same stats as the clone humanoid the clones are soulless and incapacitated upon creation but the cloned creature can possess them all simultaneously while controlling the clones the cloned humanoid is incapacitated it takes one level of exhaustion every hour the clones are possessed there's more language to it is not holy shit this imagine if tier. we had a hundred people that could do 69 nice and then 96 damage on a turn imagine if we had a hundred bicycles <laughs> it's i don't know if tier. you're a humanoid <laughs> this is a 10th level necromancy spell whoa easy there <laughs> oh that's double digits tanner that doesn't exist the next uh, stone, he didn't acknowledge me. The next stone tablet. Classic. Create life. <laughs> exert, exert your will over the dusts of the earth, influencing the innate magic of all things to create life. 
this spell can be used to accomplish two main things. Rebirth. Form a body for a creature you know that has since died. This body can be anything, as long as it is within the parameters listed. If the creature soul is free and willing to return, it is restored to life in the body of your making upon finishing the casting of the spell. Or, Unbounded Genesis. Create a creature. Its hit dice, ability scores, proficiencies, racial or natural traits, spell-like abilities, etc. are at your command, but are able to be vetoed by the DM. There's more language to these, but at this moment it doesn't matter. This is a 10th level transmutation spell. We can make Lamentry in this world. The next yes. is called <laughs> Create Universe. <laughs> What? That makes the create life one seem like so minor. Weave and shape the threads of the cosmos to piece together a dimension of your own design. A new universe. The limits to the nature of this dimension are essentially non-existent. All of its geography, physics, rules, and potential life are at your will, but able to be vetoed by the DM. There's more language to this, but it doesn't matter in this moment. Create Universe is a 10th level conjuration spell. The fuck? The next spell is called Purity. Release a wave of purifying power, sending all outsiders within one mile of you back to their native universe. Oh. While you maintain concentration, creatures that are banished in this way that have more than 15 hit die may attempt a charisma save against your spell DC, remaining in place on a success. However, they must repeat the save at the start of their turns while in range and while you are concentrating on the spell, being banished on a failure. There's more language to this, but it does not matter in this moment. Purity is a 10th level abjuration spell. The final spell tablet. Power word destroy. Utter a word from the beginning of the universe containing the power to annihilate anything. Choose a target object, creature, or surface within range. There's more language to this, but it does not matter in this moment. Power Word Destroy is a 10th level evocation. You all look at these, again, strangely familiar stone tablets depicting these Spells beyond power thought possible. Is anyone doing anything in this moment as you find and look upon these? What's that lunchbox? You're hungry? (laughs) 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 Hold on. There's some use to these. Uh, Maybe not some of them, but... Some of them are funnier than others. I mean, this if this gets in the wrong hands... I mean, how do... Can I, like, is there, is it easy to use these? Like, is it as simple to use these? You get the sense that none of you have the capability to cast these spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, I probably yeah, need like the can be used. They're not like scrolls. Right? I was going to say, I, no. They are not like spell scrolls in the sense that, like, the spell was stored inside that comprehend mm-hmm. language is one. These are more like instructions or a recipe. Oh. I I kneeled down. I was gonna say I probably kneeled down in front of the create life spell and just started memorizing everything I could about it. Okay. <laughs> How you, big are they? They're pretty big. Um, like oh, like we could take large. them with us. If yeah. We mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's good. <sighs> um, my lord, um, are these familiar to you? No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know what these are. Do you know anyone who could cast such high magic? You, you all are the... I mean, I, I know some wizards and everything, but I don't believe this is anything that we're familiar with at all. Hmm. Is there anyone you think we could take these to? At this point, I'm not sure, but I know that the... I can give you a long list of people that we should keep these from. Hmm. Um, I want to open up my armor, so I basically like take the headpiece off and it is just empty. Um, and I want to put all the stones inside of me. I try to keep create life for myself. <laughs> mm. This is a safe space to store these items. 
It's best to diversify. What is it Objects exactly? Of such you, power. What is it exactly you want to do with this tablet? I'm curious why he needs all five. I don't know. It seems like a good idea to me. Haha, ha, funny. What do you think? I mean, it's a bit odd that you're being specific about one. I agree. I think it's just because it was strange. the one I was in front of. I don't. I don't, I, I don't think you. that's true. I'd like to do an insight check. That's, on that's that. fine. Doing that, that's pretty yeah. funny. Ten. Twenty-nine. <laughs> Fifteen. Only haha ha funny sees through this. I got a sixteen. Listen, listen here, Adon. I, I understand these are crazy spells. I mean, come on. But like, put it in the hollow shell. We'll we'll be fine. And and and, and no one is going to use them. Mm. <laughs> I mean, this this one makes them disappear with fire. That one has a bag that eats things. I am empty inside. <laughs> jingle jangle all the way up to where we're going and he'll just have them in his stomach it's normal and and i don't think you need to have one diversifier don't worry whatever you're saying we'll find you a heart we'll find you a heart at some point i have a heart of steel yeah it's it's literally in his name i know i was making a joke you know hmm. referencing that thing a Wait. joke? You see the ghost of Grace like slapping her knee and like laughing really hard at your joke. You would you would make a joke in front of me. <laughs> My king, what? I, I follow your orders. What shall we do? I um. Adon, what is your interest in this tablet? I think you might know better than most, king. You might take it from me if you wish. And I put the slab in my bag. Mm. Um, roll me persuasion for King Feralia. It's a 21. In I, fact, I'll even add... How long does Bardic last? <laughs> Ooh, um... Great question. I think it's like 10 minutes or if it's, it's ten, one or 10. If it's 10, I'll allow it. 10 minutes. I'll add nine to that. That becomes a dirty 30. Let Adon keep it for now, but there will be a conversation about where it ends up. But you <laughs> keep it for now. I don't want to keep these things inside me. I'll just do it for now. We could put them in lunchbox. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Everybody roll me history. Seven. That one. Four. Three. <laughs> how did I get the highest? It's crazy how <laughs> low you guys are rolling for how high level you are. Those dice, they tell the, the story. The familiarity of these <laughs> stone slabs escapes you. Hmm. Something about them beyond your understanding seems to be ringing a bell or two. With one of them in the possession of Adon, the other four in the possession of a heart of steel. You all exit the witch's hut knowing that you have bested a creature from beyond this world and you have found magics unexplainable and powerful beyond any reason being that none of you have the capability to cast these spells what worries you is this question what does mm. as you make your way up to Castle Nocturne to meet with a member of House Corvus and end this war you may long rest you are all now level 17 what? And that's, that's high and that's where we will hey. end, end our session wow oh boy 
we killed a guy and then got things. I was gonna say that is a proper D and D session. We killed mm. a monster and we got items. Yeah, yeah. that was that was pretty yeah. great. Actually, Very straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That was re- that was feedback. refreshing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. instant feedback is yeah. nice. I love when I press a button and something happens. Mm. <laughs> Skinner box, baby. That was uh, that was like the looter shooter of D and D sessions. <laughs> well, uh, thanks everybody so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave us a five star review and your favorite listening platform shares with your friends join the discord to join with conversations with friends and fans of the show and join our patreon if you just can't get enough of that good old foes and fables content we put out content every week and we really hope that you guys are liking the show we're really yeah. loving this uh nice to have a little shorty after the big long opener to this shot uh, the rest of the the next two episodes uh to close out this little mini campaign of ours will probably be a little more close to the uh first episode but if you guys do join the patreon tomorrow in the feed we'll be doing a bathroom break to discuss the first two episodes of a war of tricks and treats and talk about a lot of the strange things going on in this bizarre world but until then does anybody want to shout anything out or talk about anything on our way out of here uh let us know in the discord comments what your favorite halloween candy is mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes keep, please keep the halloween vibes going just give us your favorites of- also let us know what a uh, favorite dangerous weapon uh you like to find in your <laughs> halloween candy every year. <laughs> yeah look out kids you could find something dangerous i found a uh i found an anti-aircraft <laughs> weapon inside my freaking snickers bar Kids these days why can't 130 in my recent peanut butter cup why can't i find the second amendment in my candy bar wow i don't know i opened a reese's and found a black hawk helicopter <laughs> i love this country all right goodbye everyone wow two reese's goodbye